Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Active Iron on News Talk. Every Tuesday afternoon, we've been learning how to live well from people who have mastered it. And so far, we've been talking about hill walking. I've done ice baths, getting our sleeping right, how to breathe properly, our finances in order. If you've missed any of our chats, you can listen back there on the News Talk app. Just subscribe there to Lunchtime Live. But today, I am talking to Graeme uh, Hertridge who's better known as the cupcake bloke. Good afternoon, Graham. How are you? Good afternoon, Andrea. How are now, you? I know people are listening to this and they're thinking, you're talking about living well and you've been hill walking and ice baths and now we're talking about, you know, eating, cu- cupcakes eating, and eating yeah, yeah, all the good <laughs> stuff. It's not so much the food, it's um, it's the process. Yeah. And in, in your experience, baking is something that's, it's therapeutic. Oh, very, very. I find it so relaxing to actually bake and cook. Um Picking up a recipe, I love like I, I'm a good like I'm a chef by trade, so I can cook very very well, um, and I don't Monday to Friday I don't ever go near a cookbook right now. That well, I sorry that's a lie. I do. I read cookbooks for pleasure. Right. I read cookbooks the way, the way most people would read a novel, um, and that's how that's my reading. But at the weekend, I love kind of going through my cookbooks, picking out a recipe, maybe going out for a walk, sourcing some ingredients, mm. and that therapeutic feeling of going through a recipe from start to finish. How did you get into this? So I was taught to bake by my granny when I was about seven. Ah, She taught me to bake uh, brack and that's one of the things actually brought you in today. Um, A traditional tea brack but a modern twist on it. And it's, yeah, I learned to bake at a very young age. Then I went into chefing and I've come back to my baking roots in the last couple of years. I imagine, like, and this is just, you know, a, a total probably ignorant observation, but to my mind, baking is less stressful than cooking as a chef in a restaurant. I don't know why I feel that. It is. It's much more scientific. It's very, you have to follow the right amount of ingredients. It's very to the point. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Where if you're making mashed potatoes, you can throw in an X amount of butter. But if you're making a cake, it has to be yeah, exact. You, you have to. And, it's lovely, and I love that thing. It's, it's again, the per- therapeutic part of it, the weighing up of all the ingredients beforehand and having everything lined up, ready to go, especially when you're baking. You don't go into a recipe and halfway through going, oh, I need to get mm. that. Or you have to have everything planned out. So you mentioned your gran, your granny. Yeah. She's clearly your inspiration, is she? Um, my granny and my mum. And actually all these women. So one of the things that baking has, and it kind of leads on to another reason why I live well is... In the last couple of years, I've really, really embraced the the cupcake bloke as such was 12 years old. But in the last about six years, I've really embraced my love of traditional Irish baking. And for a long time, I was kind of doing what other customers wanted. Like I was, what was the next cruffin? And I was kind of fulfilling demand Mm. of what people wanted. And a couple of years ago, something clicked in me and I was like, do you know what? I'm going to start doing what makes me happy. Yeah. And that is traditional Irish baking. Well, that's the thing because what you've, you've brought some, some samples in today. And like when when I, you know, knew we were going to be chatting to Mm. you and I'm thinking the cupcake bloke, I'm thinking of the now modern day cupcakes that you see. And they're piled high with icing. icing. I'll have to be honest, not a major fan of them. But what you have here, it's actually, it's what I think of when I used to visit my granny. Uh, it's the kind of Mikado biscuits <laughs> the Mikados, and the bourbon I, yeah, the, the retro biscuits have gone huge for it. me I didn't um, expect so this at all bourbons filled with caramel like, but like taking the idea like that Mikado 
my memory of a Mikado as a child is running your finger down the middle and taking yeah, out all the licking jam. out the jam part. And I, want to, <laughs> I wanted to recreate that a couple of years ago, but it needed, like, my hands have got a lot bigger, my fingers have got bigger, so I needed a bigger one. So I've recreated them. And that's, it's funny, I've le- listened back to a lot of the interviews o- over the last week when I knew I was coming on. And there's something similar with them all. Everyone was like, they've changed their careers to do what makes them happy. And I've done the same in my business in the last, like it's 12 years going, I started off with cupcakes. Mm. But what I have done in the last six years is kind of really embrace what makes me happy, which is taking traditional Irish baking and giving it modern twists. Because... Which is my book as well. Was your book as well, yeah. (laughs) Because you... um, you at one point the, the sort of clergy was sort of in, yes, in yes, the pipeline wasn't yes, it? Yes I was yeah. I was trained to be a priest after I trained to be um, a chef um, when I was working I decided it was always something that was in the back of my mind to go away and I thought I had a calling and I spent two years with the Carmelite priests which I absolutely loved um, but it wasn't for me Yeah, and I left and I went I didn't go back into chefing as such I worked for Gwilin for a couple of years running mm. their um, coffee shop on Dawson Street then I went on to work for a chain of coffee shops and then so uh, opening my own business 12 years ago. No regrets? No, absolutely no. none. It's, it's the nostalgia, I suppose, part of this, Graham. Um, that seems to hold, a, you know, a, a big place for you. Oh, massively. Yeah. And that is, it is, there is something so comforting in life about is, yeah. nostalgia, about remembering good times. Like, we don't, I don't look back. I was, I'm writing my second book at the moment and I was thinking about my childhood growing up. I don't remember the bad times in the 80s. I remember the good times. I yeah. remember the, running your finger down a Mikado and I remember all these nice little things. Um, I remember making cakes at my mum in the kitchen. I remember my dad making sausages with a butcher shop. I remember all the good things. I don't remember the bad things. And food is so nostalgic. And if you have the right food can really trigger so many good memories in your brain. It's a trip down memory lane, it isn't is, it? it? Yeah, is, even exactly. when I saw the, the Mikado, and I should say they're not they're not just the actual small um, little Mikado biscuits. They're a sort of a cake size. They're like an adult sized version yeah, of what I'm not Mikado is. I'm going to do a visual now <laughs> sitting out here in the camera. <laughs> can you imagine? Um, how hard is it though? Like baking isn't something, I enjoy cooking yeah. um, and probably got used to it. Well, kind of, you know, got into it during COVID. Um, at the bacon, I haven't quite mastered. It's a tough gig. It is a tough yeah. gig. Well, like for me professionally, it is alarm clocks at three o'clock in the morning, four o'clock in the morning. It's a hard life. It's a tough yeah. life. But there's another thing as well as this baking has given me the opportunity to be self-employed. It has given me the opportunity to be creative in my career, which also bring me, brings me so much joy. Um, I'm lucky enough. My husband looks after all the boring parts of the business and I just get the chance to be creative. Um, but it is a tough gig. But at home, like I said, I, I bake Monday to Saturday in the kitchen. I'm there seven days or six days a week. But I do love getting home on a Saturday evening making something different. Different. What's your go-to dessert, sir? Oh, my go-to. I love something. I'm allergic to strawberries, but I love like raspberries and them type and blackberries. Anything okay. that's kind of fruity like that or citrusy. Yeah. Yeah, would be my sort go-to. Sort of lemon-based kind yeah, of. Yeah, I love like a lemon drizzle cake. Good tarts. old-fashioned lemon yeah, drizzle like cake or a lemon uh, tart of citron, like a little lemon custard and stuff in it. Um, really, really good. I, I re- got re- the one dessert I got into during COVID, probably not so much in the baking sphere, was like going back to the pavlova mm. and roulades and that sort of thing. That yeah. You're probably looking at me thinking that's the most simplistic, basic dessert going. But, but still good though. I think there's a real art to it, Greg. Yeah, no, it is. It is really, really good. And like what I've done with this book is 
with my book Bake is I've taken all them traditional Irish yeah, recipes. I'm like, all about that. I've taken the um, the pavlova and like my mum had so many pavlovas when we were growing up. She had a little bit of a catering business. But then I also love playing with these traditional recipes. So the next recipe in the book is like a coffee and walnut pavlova. Nice. Which is all in insp- like, so it's, sorry, the coffee and walnut cake and then the modern version is a coffee oh, and walnut in, pavlova. We must give that a try. So, so it's really interesting. Just your tips for people who, because it is the kind of thing, it's a family oriented thing. It's very much yeah. something our listeners can do with children at the weekend or maybe in the, the midterm when they're off. Yeah. But your advice or top tips for them to become the perfect baker, Graham? Just learn a simple all-in-one method, which is like if you have three eggs at home, weigh your eggs out of the shell. So crack your eggs into a bowl and it's three eggs is roughly 160 grams. Add in the same amount of flour, sugar and butter. Simple as that. And then mix it all together and you have a cake batter. That's it. You have simple, it's that simple buns that we had when we were kids. Yeah, I, the one thing I could never master were scones. Um, they were the absolute just destroyed my COVID pandemic experience. My biggest tip for scones is don't overwork it. Don't oh, need yeah. it too much. My poor housemates were basically eating a version of flatbread for I don't know how many weeks. I couldn't get it and I got so thick and annoyed about it. I just gave up completely. Listen, Graham Hertridge, the Cupcake Globe. Thanks a million, Graham, for joining us here Thank on you this so week's much. How Thank to you. Live Well. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Weekdays at midday. Brought to you by Active Iron on News Talk.